This is Sister Elizabeth Grace, and you're listening to the Book of Heaven by Luisa Picoretta and the Conversations Between Luisa and Jesus. The date is August 18, 1899, Volume Truth 2, Truth Places the Soul in Order. This morning, as most loving Jesus came, I said to him, My beloved Jesus, I believe that everything I write is all nonsense. And Jesus, my word is not only truth, but also light. And when a light enters a dark room, what does it do? It dispels the darkness and makes one distinguish the objects that are in it, whether they are ugly or beautiful whether there is order or disorder, and from the way that room is found, one judges the person that occupies it. Now the human life is the dark room, and when the light of truth enters a soul, it dispels the darkness. That is, it makes her distinguish what is true from what is false, the temporal from the eternal, in such a way that she casts vices away from herself and places the order of virtues within her. In fact, since my light is holy, it is my very divinity. It cannot communicate anything but sanctity and order. So the soul feels light of patience, of humility, of charity, and the light come out of her, self. If my word produces these signs in you, why fear? After this, Jesus let me hear how he was praying the Father for me saying, Holy Father, I pray to you for this soul. Let it be that she fulfill our most holy will perfectly in everything. Let it be, O adorable Father, that her actions be so conformed to mine that one might not be distinguished from the other, so that I may accomplish what I have designed upon her. But who can say the strength? I felt being infused in me by this prayer of Jesus. I felt my soul being clothed with such strength that in order to fulfill the most holy will of God, I would not have cared suffering a thousand martyrdoms if this were what he pleased. May the Lord be always thanked who uses so much mercy for this poor sinner. The date is August 18th. 1926, Volume 19. Jesus encourages the one who must undertake the printing of the writings of the most holy will of God, power of the acts done in the divine will. When I was praying, I found myself outside of myself, and at the time I saw the Reverend Father who must occupy himself with the printing of the writings of the most holy will of God. Our Lord was near him, taking all the knowledges and effects and the values he had manifested about the supreme will, which had changed into threads of light and impressing them with his intelligence in such a way as to conform a crown of light around his head. And while doing this, he said to him, My son, the task I have given to you is great and therefore it is necessary that I give you much light in order to make you comprehend with clarity what I have revealed. In fact, 
they will produce their effects according to the clarity with which they will be exposed, even though they are most clear in themselves. Indeed, that which regards my will is light that descends from heaven, which does not confuse and dazzle, dazzle the sight of the intelligence, but has the virtue of strengthening and enlightening the human intellect, so as to be comprehended and loved and of casting into the depth of the soul and the source of her origin the true purpose for which man was created, the order between creator and creature, and each one of my sayings, manifestations, knowledges about the supreme will are as many strokes of the brush to make the soul return to the likeness of the creator. Everything I have said about my will is nothing other then preparing the way, forming the army, gathering the chosen people, preparing the royal palace, disposing the ground on which the kingdom of my will must be formed, and so rule and dominate. Therefore the task I am entrusting to you is great. I will guide you, I will be near you, so that everything may be done according to my will. Then after this he, dis he blessed him and came to my little soul, resuming his speaking, my daughter, how much I care about my will, how I love, how I yearn that it became known. My interest is so great that I am disposed to give any grace to whomever wants to occupy himself with making it known. Oh, how I wish that they would hurry, because I see that all my rights will be given back to me. The order between God and the creature will be reestablished. I will no longer give my gifts to the human generations as halved, but as whole, nor will I ever again receive from them things that are incomplete but whole. Ah, oh, my daughter, being able to give and wanting to give, but finding no one to whom to give is always a pain and a weight with no hope of relief. If you knew with how much jealousy I love and I stay around the soul, when I see her disposed to do her acts in my will, before she begins her act, I might make the light and the truth of my will flow in it, so that her acts may take its origin on the virtue that will, my will contains. As she keeps forming it, the divine light and the virtue invest it and carry it out. As she completes it, the light is sealed over it and gives it the form of a divine act. And oh, how my supreme goodness delights in seeing that the creature possesses this divine act. To these acts, my eternal love never says enough. It gives and gives always. Because with these divine acts formed by the creature in my will, my love cannot limit itself. Since they are divine, it must repay them with infinite love and without limits. Don't you yourself see and feel? With how much love I guide you, I accompany you, and many times I reach the point of doing what you do together with you, and this in order to give you your acts and value of a divine value. How happy I am seeing that my, by virtue of my will, your acts are divine, similar to mine. There is no more distance between your little love and mine, between your adoration and mine, between your prayers and mine, invested by the light of the eternal volition, 
They lose their finiteness, their human appearances, and acquire the infinite and divine substance, and transforming altogether the working of your God and of the soul. My will makes them one. Therefore be attentive, and let your flight in my will be continuous. After this, my always lovable Jesus came back and made himself seen and all worried, suffering as though rentless, restless because of the great offenses of creatures. I wanted to calm him, give him rest, but I could not manage to. Then the thought came to me of doing my usual acts in the supreme fiat, and I was doing this. Jesus would calm down and take rest. Then he told me, My daughter, the acts in my will are more than solar rays, which are such that if one wants to look at them, one sight is eclipsed by the light in such a way that one can neither look nor distinguish anything anything from any more any more. If the light of the sun has so much power, what much more do the acts done in my will. The light of my will has the power to eclipse and take evil away from creatures that they may not do worse things. And with the power of its light, it prevents the offenses from reaching me. And just as the light of the sun, because it contains the simile of the eternal sun of the supreme fiat, contains all colors and from them derive innumerable effects which unleash countless goods for the human generations while one see, seems to see nothing but radiant and white light the same for the eternal sun of my will well it is the light of my will alone inside of it there are as though many colors all the, the divine similes enclosed which contain infinite effects and unleash fountains of love, of goodness, of mercy, of power, of science, in some all the divine qualities. Therefore, the working of my will contains such power and harmony as to favor the rest of your beloved Jesus. The date is August 18, 1928, Volume 24. Pains in the fiat are drops, and one reaches the point of snatching them. Example, how the truths about the divine will are divine lives, and all are in waiting to perform their office. I was doing my usual round in the works of redemption and pausing now at one pain. Now at another that Jesus and the celestial queen had suffered, I thought to myself, who knows how their hearts must have drowned in their pains. And not little pains, the virgin reaching the point of sacrificing her own son, and the son his very life. And my sweet Jesus, moving in my interior, told me, My daughter, since the divine fiat reigned in me and in my mother, we comprehended what doing and suffering in an act in it meant, and the great good that was acquired. So, in view of this great gain, the pain seemed small to us, like a drop of water in the immense sea, and in order to make more gains, we long for more occasions of works and of pains, because there is no pain, not even the sacrifice of one's own life, that can equal a gain so great and act in my divine will. We found ourselves in the condition of a person who has offered the good of the work, 
even though it is tiring, the earning is so great that he would lay down his life to have the occasion of having other similar works. In fact, in the face of the great gains, the pains are longed for, yearned for, and one reaches the point of snatching them. If the work of one day one could earn a kingdom, rendering himself with a whole fatherland happy, who would not do the work of one day? Even though for me and for the celestial lady, the fatherland was already ours, we were more than happy because one who possesses the divine fiat is not subject to any, other, any unhappiness. Everything was ours. However, since our works and pains and our divine volition served the purchase of the kingdom for the human family, and each additional pain doubled their rights to gain so great, out of love for them and to see them happy, we felt glorious, victorious, that the day of our life down here be fulfilled be filled with pains and works for their sake, and not only for this, that is, for the good of creatures, but because operating the fiat gives a divine volition the field to operate, and by operating it, it is heavens that run in the acts. It sums that one encloses. It is immense goods that spring forth. In some, it is the divine fiat that can do everything and possess everything. Then I continued my abandonment in the supreme volition, and I was thinking about the many truths that my beloved good, Jesus, had told me about the fiat. And he sighed, added, My daughter, for as many truths as I have manifested to you about my will, so many divine lives of my will have I put out for the good of creatures. Now these lives exist and are so many as to be able to fulfill the whole world with life of divine will and to bring the good they contain into the midst of creatures. But since they are not known, they, are li they li live hidden, inactive without bringing the good that each truth possesses. They are all in waiting, waiting with divine patience for those who would open the doors to let them out. And this would be done by those who will occupy themselves with making known to the world that these lives exist. And by opening the doors to them, they will put them on the way into the midst of creatures so that as to let each of them perform the office they have and hold up the light and the good they possess. In fact, now these truths have feet, but not, cannot walk hands but cannot operate, mouth but cannot speak. What an account will those who keep so many lives inactive not have to give me? Look at them, my daughter, how they are all in the act of wanting to walk, operate, and speak. But since they do not make them known, it is as if they had no feet, hands, and voice. I looked, and oh, how touching it was to see the number of these lives. It was so great that I could not count them, all in the act of wanting to move, to speak and to bend down over each creature, so as to hold out their hands to them, let them hear their lesson, and offer them the kiss and the good of the divine fiat. Until tomorrow, you are listening. Your sister Elizabeth Grace in the writings of Louisa Pocahontas. Picaretta in the Book of Heaven. God bless.